least around. Knock me in the face. Front tooth falls onto my tongue. I swallow it. Mm. I'm going. Ah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm... <laughs> Welcome back to the Born Bro Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for latest podcast clips and podcast updates. And listen to our latest episode on Spotify. Now let's get to the show. Today we're talking about me. So we're doing a little, it's like a two-part thing. Uh, It's going to be a podcast episode of maybe about, how would you say? It's going to be like a full pod or maybe just like a a few minutes of like. It will probably be like two 20-minute episodes. Not sure when the second part will come out, Hmm. Um, but this will be the first part of it. Well, yeah, um, we're going to kind of question each other and... um, share our kind of uh, personal life a little bit so you can get to know us a little better. Uh, it's going to be kind of like an interviewish thing between me and me and Anthony here. And uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy it and you get to know us better. And let's get to the show. Through things. What's your favorite color? Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> the fuck out of my house. <laughs> we gotta Bitch. keep. We gotta keep that in. <laughs> we keep that in. Uh, where do you think this, you know, this one hundred and like fifty percent energy response to a negative, like energy from someone else, comes from? You saying why do I? Why did I? Why did you used to fly off the rail like a little chihuahua? <laughs> when you were uh... some racial undertones um why do i don't know man i think i think i just grew up really sensitive to be honest um two loving parents um you know i just think i was very sensitive growing up and a lot of things that people should let brush off i didn't but it's it's all a learning curve, man. I really had to work at that. And it wasn't only just about being sensitive. It was about, like, the thing that bothered me the most about it was um, was was truly just having a temper and not being able to control myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I was some psychopath or nothing. I'm just saying, like, not being able to just, like, wind down and just not take everything to heart and things like that. Um and I also think I'm a little bit more compassionate than, than you know, the average person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where my wore my heart on a sleeve, and like really felt emotions for a lot of people and myself. So I think I just kind of didn't know how to dial back a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I generally I feel for other people uh, as well as I feel you know my own current situations. Um, I don't know, man. It's just com- compassion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Passion for life. I got a big heart, so. You sure? You sure it's big? Yeah. <laughs> Not average size. I'm no, it's big. I mess with you. Uh, that pause. But, uh. <laughs> but, um. <clears throat> um, how was. Like, you were the first or second child? I was the second. You're the second. So your sister's older than you? Yes. Wow. Wow. You guys ever fight? 
Oh, yeah. Like, do you win? Do I win? Mm-hmm. Not in your kids. <laughs> no, when we, kid, when, she, she, when we were kids, she was with my ass. <laughs> I actually remember. <laughs> she was older than you, of course she did. <laughs> so there was this thing that would always happen where, you know, like in movies or TV shows, mm-hmm. where the older sibling, the parents are leaving and they're like, you're in charge. So when that happened my sister, she like internalized that shit. I'm in charge? All right. So one time in particular I remember is I had already lost one of my front teeth, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and the way I lost that one was it was super loose and I was all scared. And basically my mom and sister uh, held me down, grabbed it out of my mouth, mm. right? So whatever. I mean, I mean, you just hit it with the, the good old tongue wiggles, and eventually, just kind of eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no. But the the second tooth I I lost was when my parents said, "Hey, you're in charge." To my sister, she said, "Okay." So she's in my room telling me to clean my room, and I'm like, "What? Clean my own damn room. <laughs> Wait till mom tells me. I'm not gonna have you tell me." <laughs> so she's helping me make the bed, and I was being just a royal ass, mm-hmm. and I was like just talking to her. She turns around to, I think, like, grab my shoulder or something. Mm-hmm. She forgot it was a little miniature little guy. She <laughs> reached around, knocked me in the face. Front tooth falls onto my tongue. I swallow it. Mm. I'm going, ah. <laughs> So I'm, 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 I'm freaking. <laughs> and then she did the regular uh, older sibling thing. She said, oh, my God. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Oh, my God. Right? And then I <laughs> swallowed my tooth, and then we kind of laughed about it a little bit. But, um, but yeah, my sister's older, um, and we we had an interesting upbringing. Um, we both – we have military parents. So, like, just the amount of lessons that were just given to us, like, either kind of funny lessons or um, – I don't know. We had to learn things the hard way. There was one specific time where her and I were fighting over a quarter – and who got to keep the quarter? And my mom reaches in the back seat, grabs the quarter from both of us, rolls on the window, and throws out the quarter. She said, hmm, now both of you can't get it. <laughs> so it's just like things like that. But yeah, I am the baby of the family. Yeah. Moving on. That was funny, though. Yeah. Funny I've only met his, uh, his sister one time. And we really didn't even talk, honestly. It was just me and, me and Phil, honestly. Yeah. Me and Phil locked in. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, my next question would be, were you, so your parents were out of the military when you were born? Mom was, dad wasn't. My so you, dad didn't meet me for the first three months. Oh, so, but you can't really. Yeah. Okay. It's like, hey, dad. You yeah. Know. But um, so you never really had the uh, absent, like, uh, you know, like, uh, like let's say, a family that has someone in the military, you never experienced the deployment. No. No. Okay. My sister did, but no, not me. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. That's cool. 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 <laughs> Just asking questions because, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't really know yeah. too much of like the earth. only things I've told him, and there's probably many things I haven't told him. Yeah. So. So um. My second question would be about. Let's let's say I'm gonna go with your when did you start basketball? Started basketball in third grade. 
In the third well, damn, super young. Yeah. That's mad. That's, I mean, I, I, it's crazy. It's crazy to me because I didn't start sports since I was in high school. And I was super uncoordinated. And, uh, and so originally I had started baseball way younger, mm-hmm. T-ball. But I think I hated it because I played in a game and I got a hit. Mm-hmm. Got super excited, ran the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so I was over you, that. You, were, you ran counterclockwise? Yeah, started started crying, everything like that, right? But um, <laughs> And my grandpa really wanted me to be in baseball because he's a huge baseball fan. But so did my dad, so did everybody. But I just, I, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Started basketball in third grade. Yeah, they, they thought you were Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, so started basketball, and I was not good, not coordinated, nothing about me. Couldn't dribble, couldn't mm-hmm. shoot, couldn't even uh, not travel. Uh, so I think in a nicer way, my mom was trying to tell me, like, I needed some type of help. So she actually found... Um, my coach, whose name was Anthony Crossan, mm-hmm. who's uh actually was separate from like my basketball team, and him and I worked together all up until from about fourth grade all up until like I was a junior in high school. Wow. Yeah. So him and I got really close, and mm-hmm. he basically watched me grow up. So like you know, I would go and do some lessons with him sometime, and he had to literally start me from the bottom. Learn how to dribble, learn how to shoot with my offhand, you know, things like that. Yeah, and then I I stopped playing basketball my junior year of high school and didn't play my senior year. So I played up until junior year. Why did you stop? So looking back, I don't know, I wish I didn't. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever. No, I just – a lot of of the – the main reason I stopped was because uh, I didn't really feel any happiness with it anymore, and I think mm-hmm. that was partly played to the coach that we had. Um, and then another thing that was pretty upsetting is basically the whole team didn't play the senior year. So one of the reasons I wish I played is because I was kind of being a follower. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, it was mainly due to the coach. Mm-hmm. Just weren't getting along. Okay, and um- – are you still in touch with um, the the coach Anthony that trained you up until yeah, that point? Yeah, we talk from time to time. That's yeah. cool. That's dope. Yeah, That's dope. I like that. And you know, he he became more family really than anything. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of what's cool about a situation like that when he watches you grow up, he gives you advice. Like at a certain point, I don't know when, but we wouldn't only just talk about basketball. Of course, there's so many years. Yeah, we would talk about... It's like, it's like we can't just talk about basketball for, you know, <laughs> yeah. almost 20 years. Yeah, like he would tell me things about his past, mm-hmm. you know, like um, when I started, like, dating, like, I would give him those kind of conversations, and he would talk to me about mm-hmm. that, so it was really cool. He said, the bees and the birds. <laughs> no, nah, that, that's for my... That's my father. The bees. <laughs> yeah. You gonna learn about it all in this court. <laughs> 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 but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, see, he's like <laughs> shooting threes is not something you want to do off the court. <laughs> Keep it on the court. <laughs> That's funny. Um, 
<laughs> Moving on. I, so my second question is about your hair. Yeah. Were you just always naturally growing your hair out? Or, no. Or did, was it like at some point you were like, no more, no more buzz cut or whatever. I'm just going to let so, do its thing. So I had a buzz cut up until 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Then started growing it out. And I had like a little comb over action. Uh, well, actually, how it all started was there was this barber I went to before my barber now. Mm. And I used to, so like when my hair grows out, it like grows out really afro-y. Right, just all pushed out in every direction. Mm-hmm. So I went to this barber, and he basically told me, "He's like, man, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I never knew what to do with my hair. Yeah, you know, my, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I said, what are you doing, man? Just insulted you, <laughs> basically. So he's like, why don't we try this? So he started combing it through, right, and like mm-hmm. flattened it, and I was like, I don't know about this. He said, trust me, keep training it like that. Just trust me. I was like, okay. So the next time came back, didn't cut the top, only cut the sides, right? Mm-hmm. Faded them. Kept going, kept going. Then I started growing it so long that I had a comb over. Like, okay, mm-hmm. what's going on? And then <laughs> and then he, I just kept training and kept training it. And then eventually just realized somehow that I could grow hair down to my chest. <laughs> okay. Because my hair eventually got down to my, yeah. my chest, yeah. And then you just rocked that look for how many years? From... Man, like sixteen to twenty-two. What would you say? This is—it's funny because we have we've had this discussion about fashion before, and I, I've never fully grasped your like, you know, your look. Because like, I, I I don't even think you have one. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you want to be honest, yeah. So was there? Did you ever discover a, a, you know, a style that you thought was like this fits me, or is it just like I look good in this? Oh yeah, man, I. I'm more in tune in fashion than you think, but the problem is you've met me mm-hmm. in a point in my life where I'm so busy that it's work outfits, like for my second job, it's you see me chill at the house filming the podcast, and it's real estate outfits. I don't necessarily have too much time anymore to be in a place where I have a personal outfit on. You know, gone, but or like somewhere. But I guess my style is very, uh, I guess, vintage. Yeah. A lot of vintage clothes, things like that. That's what I'm into. Maybe like, uh, you know who James Dean is? No, you don't. Uh, like, vi- Man, vintage. That's all I'm gonna give you. All right, we'll right, talk about I'm this not, later. Yeah, not attacking you. I'm yeah, just, I'm just listening. Why do you feel threatened? He said, <laughs> he said, looks like you don't even do shit with your outfits. That's not. That's not even <laughs> no. what I said. No, I'm kidding. Go yeah, ahead. But if you want to go there, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Because in my head, I got you more. I, in my head, I'm thinking like a New Balance. You know, like a New Balance. What do you mean, like a New Balance? Like you wear New Balances and. No. It'd be a look for you over there. I work you were, It would. I mean, you would have beat me on time. Get you some, man. Anyway. It's like it's like hipster vintage. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about your transition from college to real estate. Mm. There's a lot in between. There's a lot in between that. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll start at high school first. 
So high school, got really into to different arts things like music. Because um, Houston makes music. Yeah. 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 Music and a buddy of mine would always take like uh, fashion photos of me, and we like take pics and stuff like that, yeah. fit pics, and we try to you know make the best kind of uh, pictures we can and post some of the things like that. So we were into stuff like that, um, and then. Went to college right after high school. Went to a community college for six months. Dropped out of that. Continued to do the music thing. But uh, to be honest with you, where music kind of came from for me was I was going through a lot mentally my junior and senior year. So I needed something to express my individuality. And like I never really felt like I had expressed who I truly was. And that was how I could get that out there. So that's why, you know, I ended up changing the way I dress and I ended up changing, you know, like the things I was doing is because I needed an outlet to kind of get my creative energy out there and get some of the pessimistic things I was thinking out into the world instead of in my mind. Um, so then dropped out of college after six months because I told my mom, hey, you know, I can continue to go and just waste time or, you know, I can figure something else out. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh, I'll figure it out. And then she was like, all right. Um, and then from there, I kept doing the music, kept working. You know, I think I had, you know, I would either have one job and then kind of replace it with a second job and keep doing that for a while. And then um, the last job I worked before real estate was Target. And I was a cart pusher or a, a cart attendant. And uh, a cart attendant. Yeah. So I was grabbing people's carts, picking up trash, doing all sorts of things like this. And in my head every day was there's got to be something better than this. And I uh, nothing wrong with being a cart attendant. I just thought there's something more I could do. And um, so I would constantly listen to different podcasts. Um because at the time I was hearing a lot about real estate and things like that. And um, so I would listen to podcasts outside while I'm pushing carts. And then basically the day I decided to really go for the real estate thing was when uh, there was a blizzard outside and um, the machine that we used to push carts wasn't working. So uh, we had to push carts all by hand and um, it was just me that night and I was pushing these carts by hand through like a mountain of snow in the parking lot because nobody was out there to fix it yet. And my eyes were frozen together because they were so cold and like the the ice was on my eyes. So I decided right then and there that uh, maybe not right this second, but like very soon I'm going to go get my license and quit this job. And then that's what I did. And you were going to college. Uh, you were going to college before. Like, so while you were working at Target, you were also attending college. No, that was, I only, I quit after. So I was 18, mm -hmm. was in college until the following spring, mm -hmm. quit before I was even 19. So you're like, this ain't it. No. Yeah. And then from 19 until maybe 20, mm -hmm. right before I turned 21, was working at Target and then another job I had. And then, and then, uh quit and got my real estate license did your <clears throat> so did you or did your sister also attend the same college as you 
she did for two years. Mm -hmm. And then she went to Calvin College, which is a small mm -hmm. um, four-year college in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, so you both kind of went the same direction uh, a little bit. Yeah, and in terms she, in terms of like graduation and yeah, we yeah, okay. community college and then yeah. and then somewhere else. So because that's how you know your parents are you know raising you in a yeah a similar uh, way yeah. yeah. So um, what does it can you can you say that maybe it's a couple things that you noticed while you were there that kind of deterred you from going down that path of uh, education? Was it just like I've done like I've been in classrooms before? I know I. I now I'm certain, like, after experiencing this, I'm not built for classroom settings. You know what it is, man? I think that was my first awakening without even knowing it very subconsciously. That was my first awakening and realizing that there's kind of a script that everybody is forced to follow. So I'm just sitting there and I'm seeing everybody's face. Nobody wanted to be there. I mean, maybe a select few. I mean, um, yeah. You know I mean, a select few really wanted to be there. And I was just thinking the whole time, like, there's, this is just not for me. There's got to be another way. It just mm -hmm. can't be college and then you're successful. Yeah. Um, it just, it can't be the same mold that everybody has to follow. So that was kind of like my first awakening and realizing that everybody's on a similar trajectory. And I kind of just wanted to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And I really thought music was going to be the thing that I was going to do. You know, because I was still in that mindset of my junior senior were you, year. Were you more of a like um, producing kind of role, or no? I was beat making, or I was making my own songs. You're one hundred percent making just music, like your vocals. It was my my vocals and things like that. But then I would find beats online and stuff like that. But I wasn't making rap music. I was just making like. Why did you assume? Because I, so I knew you were gonna ask that. I was, I was not gonna ask that. <laughs> I was making like indie indie style music. So you in there, just singing a little bit. Uh, you got any? Uh, I've never heard any of this, by the yeah. way. Why no, am I? Why no, am I not heard any of it? Nor will you. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, you maybe if you had put me on the track, <laughs> we might get somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah. What I realized with that was um. So I'd sit there working on the music all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And then there was a certain point where I was thinking that um, if you're not willing to do every possible thing for your dream, then maybe it's not for you. So I was willing to do almost everything. But then when it came to certain things, I was like, I don't really want to do that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like. So, like, so is this a hobby? Or because it seems to me if there's something that you really want to achieve in life and like that's the thing in your heart that you feel, you'll do everything you have to do to, to get there. And I just wasn't, just being honest with you, I wasn't doing everything I had to do. So I just felt like if I didn't feel it inside that, that I wanted to do that, then, you know, maybe it's time to, to chalk this up as a hobby. I could still keep doing it, but look for something else. So let's see. Let's see what you're saying. Like it could, it could progress into like a, another path of maybe you finding something else you want to do and commit to and putting your energy into. My hopes were the thing that I would eventually choose would be the, the thing that I would want to put my all into and real estate's been that so far. Mm -hmm. Willing to do anything with it. Okay. Sounds great. Um, so how did you come to, how do I say this? 
over time you you, you became a more um social person than you were in the past and you've you've kind of separated yourself from your original group of friends and people you hang around with is is there a reason you've kind of abandoned that not i wouldn't say abandoned but evolved out of that or felt the need to leave that kind of mindset that you used to have so aggressively and determined to kind of rid that version of yourself saying what why have it been so aggressive to change who i am Mm -hmm. man i just wasn't i get i get um that was a good ass question man (laughs) i've always been determined to do a lot of things Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think very highly of myself even when i really didn't i think i think we all do (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I, I thought highly of my future. Like I just thought I could be something, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and the reason why I wanted to just ex- escape that person, man, it kind of made me emotional a little bit. Not gonna lie. <laughs> the reason why I wanted to escape that person so, uh, strongly was because I just wasn't cutting it, man, in my own head. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I wasn't being all I could be. And, uh, it was just like consistent feelings of of just just not feeling like I'm I'm doing anything. You weren't fulfilled with what you were. I wasn't fulfilled at all. And even as a person, it's not even about achievements. At that point, it wasn't even about achievements for me. It was like, man, you're just not the person that you you know you could be um, emotionally, like just everything. And um, and I guess the reason why I wanted to to get rid of that is I wanted to reinvent myself, man, be a person you could be proud of, be somebody that you'd be willing to tell, like with your chest up high, this is who I am. Tell them right to your face and be proud of it. You know, and I wasn't proud of myself. Um, so socially, you know, how I got better at that was just, uh, I was curious, curious enough to try to be better at it. So I read this book called how to win friends and influence people that a old, old friend of mine gave me at work. And he told me, he's like, Hey man, this is exactly what you need. And I don't know how he knew is what I need. I, I think we had some conversations about like being social and he was exactly the kind of social person that I was like, okay, this is kind of what I'm trying to be very used exceptionally confident at speaking to people and um so i read the book and i tried every single thing in there and practiced it every single day and then that's how it kind of changed and then that was like the very beginning of me separating myself from who i didn't want to be mm-hmm. it took a lot of work man a lot of introspection a lot of reading a lot of a lot of failing and getting back up and things like that but then you know I'm proud of who I am now. As you should, you're you're a great friend. Oh man, uh, uh, a bet a better brother. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but um, um, <laughs> we start kidding. <laughs> you need, what you need. a question that was! <laughs> I'm fucking like a goddamn fucking Joe Rogan with that question. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, um, so. Now that we're here, right, where where you are now an entirely different human being, you've kind of let go of past thoughts, ways, 
different traits and evolved into what you believe to be the better version of self. Are you feeling more fulfilled after getting rid of a piece of you now? Yeah, I would say so. I would say I'm not like done yet mm-hmm. at all. Um, what you're saying as far as who I am, like currently the way you are. Yes, yeah. that I'm feeling very fulfilled. But if we're talking about like external things, like stuff I want to do, mm-hmm. then um, no, not yet. But uh, the most important thing for me throughout like my whole process of that was was really not about financials or anything like that or purchases or anything like that it was really about changing you know the changing this guy you know mm-hmm. so um so yeah i would say i'm fulfilled where i'm at right now mentally spiritually mm-hmm. i think i'm really at a different level than maybe people would think i am you know in my thought process sometimes i can't articulate it the best mm-hmm. um but but yeah I w- you know and i wish i could spread this level of of thinking and like my whole process is kind of like the point of this whole thing mm-hmm. uh to as many people as i can i wish people could really feel like content with themselves and and know who they are when they leave the house you know i feel you i understand what you're trying to say you just you, you you're kind of it's it's in a way um in, in one way or another it's your way of giving kind of back to not even giving back but like just trying to put something out into the world in hopes of it being um, a great benefit to others. Would you rather have $40,000 straight up, just like that, Mm -hmm. or travel the world expense-free for a year? $40,000. I knew... I I knew... (laughs) I knew. Come on, <laughs> listen. I'm not getting paid for traveling the listen, world. Listen, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That's why this is the debate topic. This is a would you rather question. But I knew this man just wants that little quick money in his pocket, safe and sound. Am I traveling with just me? Man, you can pick however. Just me sounds fire though. Does it not? Imagine, it, it is fire. Imagine me just traveling, vlogging. Yeah, sick. Sending you clips and stuff of me. Yeah, man, that's badass. But no, just me is fire. So, you, so what are we doing? Because if you're saying you take the money, I completely, wholeheartedly disagree with with you more than I've disagreed with any other human being. No. There's no way I'm not taking the money. <laughs> Why would I not take the money? What are you gonna use the money on? It's forty thousand dollars. Nope. You, you dodged the question. Give me the top three most important things you're gonna spend the forty thousand dollars on. Okay. You so, can make forty thousand dollars and save it. Hold on. Hold, hold on. First thing I'm gonna do with forty thousand, paying off all my bills, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing I'm doing with forty thousand. Do you have bills like that though? No. See. So, but but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's my forty thousand. <laughs> but pay off all. You're saying like your car and stuff. Yeah, but I guess it's really not that much, honestly. I was gonna say you probably literally only have your car. Yeah. <laughs> but um, pay off all, any any debts. Do you and, have debt? Uh, nope. <laughs> See, I cannot not have forty thousand. No, you can't. This is you. <laughs> this is you right now. Forty thousand. He's like, I'm gonna pay off all my bills, pay off all my debts that I don't have, and also pay off all the bills I don't have. Okay, so first thing I'm doing forty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Okay. Now you're being honest. All right. There all we right, go. All right. It's gonna hit my bank account. I'm gonna sit there for a bit. I gotta digest it. I got forty thousand dollars for no reason. 
From there, I'm gonna take a step back. Before I start spending, I wanna look at opportunities. Now Okay, now we're talking. Okay. What talking. what do I have the ability to improve on, invest in? Is there a way I have right now to increase this amount? Nine times out of ten, I don't. I don't know what to do. I'm not gonna rush it. Savings. Then eventually it'll probably come down to a better camera, better setup. It it it, it, it would come down to like work things for sure. Like um probably pay for certifications and things of that nature. Honestly, that's that's honestly what the forty thousand would end up going to. Maybe some college classes because I wouldn't want to use my use my army stuff. Yeah, I mean I would I would I would use it in a very intelligent way. I would use it for growth and whatnot and uh, like I'm not on top of my head I don't have a way to increase that money through investment. So instead I would just use it to invest in myself. And that's generally how that money would be spent over time. Okay. See now, now you're being honest with me. Me on the other hand, I'm not taking the forty thousand. Of course you're not, because why would you? Huh? What why, do you mean? Why would I? Why would you take the forty thousand? What do you mean? Why would I? <laughs> what does that <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Why are you starting to fit it all of a sudden? Oh, I'm just saying. Why would you take the forty thousand? That's okay. it. That's it. Yeah. Wait, but I'm confused. I'm, I'm nothing. Don't be confused. I'm so, not. The reason why I wouldn't take it. Oh, you're actually asking me? <laughs> no, I'm just supposed to. Be. Oh, I was like, wait. The, it sounds like he's asking me why would I take it, but never mind. So I wouldn't take it because, man, I could run on forty thousand, man. Listen, I could run on forty thousand. If you sell a couple houses, calm down, little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think genuinely, I think forty thousand is a very attainable thing to save up, right? So if I could eventually have forty thousand, while also uh, travel the world for free, which mm-hmm. is one of my main things I want to do in in life. Mm-hmm. And who's to say, man, I can't do things on my laptop this whole year? I'm gone. I'm learning so much things about life. You know what I mean? But no, I'm traveling the world for free, and then I'm running up forty grand the next year, May fifty, mm-hmm. and I'm doing that in a two year span. And then you can sit there and use the forty for our camera equipment. <laughs> You're petty. <laughs> hey, when I get back, I expect this. When I get it. back, I expect this podcast to look, look dapper. Look. I want that A7S4. Yeah, I want all that camera stuff. Yeah. Have it set up. Oh, and you got to look look after the house, too, while we're gone. Wow. Take a dude out. Yeah, it's your free crib, man. Oh, my God. I'll cover the bills while I'm gone. <laughs> Enjoy your trip, huh? Yeah, just, just stay in the crib, man. Look after it. That's <laughs> funny. But yeah. I knew exactly the one you'd pick. Because like, why would I not pick the forty thousand? That's like okay, okay. This is another great question, right? The one where it's like take the what is it three hundred thousand or dinner with Jay Z? I'm taking the money. Fuck Jay Z. <laughs> not literally, but come on. What is Jay Z gonna give me? A million dollars worth of game that I can't do anything with? I can why that. can't you do anything with it? Because okay, talking to Jay Z over dinner one night is not gonna tell me how I'm gonna be this. Just monumental figure, success, you know, bound person. The only reason I would take the 300K is because, like, what if that dinner is just, it doesn't hit. Like, what if, what if he's just having an off day or something? He just doesn't give you as much game as 
He usually like he would. He usually does. You know what I mean? What if he's just not at his best? I'm taking three hundred k. Three hundred k is a for sure thing. Like if anybody's saying they're gonna take it with Jay Z, already is established. Mm. No one broke his like. Okay, I gotta hear what Jay gotta say. Get off, get off the street first. Because <laughs> <laughs> the average the average person, even if Jay Z gave them, you know, you do this and then you do this and then yeah, you do this, they still have to build up. To guaranteed five hundred k, but. People, if you got problems, getting money is not even going to change all your problems. It it's really, really won't. It really won't. There's there's a lot of things mentally wrong with but, people. But Lord knows it'll get rid of a, a damn good amount. It would, get, <laughs> it would get rid of a lot of problems. Three hundred thousand. Like, look, I gotta be. Listen, if we yeah. gotta, if I have any debts or three hundred thousand set, I'm set. I'm good. Yeah. People, people make a living. You know, like what? What? How many years would it take? So like. Someone making the average is like fifty k. It would take years for people to catch up to that. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I, I, so I, it's like, it's like having like a trust fund, you know. Let you like, let's say the times are hard. You need to call, make a phone call. Go grab that three hundred k. Yeah, let me like, get that three hundred k. Yeah. So I, I, if I, you're I, smart with it though, and you put it in the bank, and you act like you don't have the three hundred k, man, you could be a, you could be a mogul. Maybe. Yeah. I would definitely put it. I mean, I would invest it in like um. What do you call? I, I, oh man, I used to know this off the top of my head, something crazy. But or as of this moment, I don't. But I would put in like Apple and stuff and whatnot, and get like uh, put a genuine amount of get a genuine amount of shares. You know, because you you say when you get dividends. Mm-hmm, there yeah. you go. Um, you know, like you know, I already have like things in my head for when I do have large sums of money, to so to increase the passive income side of my you know life. So I'm not completely blind to how I can achieve it, but yeah. I think I, w- I would do I would diversify the shit out of that 300k. The first thing I would do is I would put it into um uh what's it called shit. Oh. Well, I, I can't help you because you give me no. nothing. <laughs> I would I would put it into to Bitcoin and then I would put it into Ethereum first. The first two things I would do. Hold on, oh, let me finish. Uh, a smaller amount. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm a sorry. smaller amount. Yeah, let me let me get off. And then the second thing I would do is I would buy um, a lot of like uh, low cost, high dividends uh, um, ETFs, so I can get like the passive income. Um, and then I would buy some sort of multi-stream income property. Mm-hmm. So whether that's a, a farmland that I can do like events on photography, wedding planning. Um, if someone just wants to rent out a space, that's multiple streams of income from one property mm-hmm. or like a car wash with a vending machine in the car wash or like a storage locker or storage facility. I would, I would rent out one of those, one of the three. And then mm-hmm. I would have all that. And then I would invest in a couple of multifamily properties. The first thing I would do, all those things. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you got a nice little plan. <laughs> That's only if I had the three hundred k. Yeah, if I had three hundred k, I would honestly go as far to start sending family members to like colleges and get certifications and stuff like that. That's probably like the back end of what I would do as well. Once I get this, once I get myself established, I'll then get them where yeah. I'm at and then we take over. But um, you get a little empire. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. To answer your question, I'm taking the money every time. Yep. Okay, if it was ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Travel the world at ten dollars. 
I need that 10. No. <laughs> hey, look, guess what? Give me that 10, man. Yeah. I got I to I gotta drive to the flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go to Europe. You could go to wherever. Nope. Give me that 10 bucks. That 10 My bucks. car needs some gas. Exactly, man. I'm struggling right now. With that being said, thank you for watching this episode of the Born Bro Podcast. You could follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and for our latest podcast clips and podcast updates and listen to our latest episode on Spotify. Thanks for watching the episode. We really appreciate all the love. We have one more episode next Friday uh, until we take our break before season two. So we really appreciate all the love um, and for all the people that watched. And, you know, we're looking forward to making this a lot better for season two. Oh, yeah, season two is going to be mad. Like season, season two is gonna be mad, bro. Mm-hmm. Mad, mad, exquisite, bro. <laughs> calm, calm. <laughs> <laughs>